Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kowan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. The subject is relationships. Uh, one of the most important things that I've gotten from uh, spiritual recovery. If we are unhappy without a relationship, we'll be probably unhappy with one as well. A relationship doesn't begin our life. A relationship doesn't become our life. A relationship is a continuation of life. That quote is from Melody Beatty's book, Beyond Codependency. Relationships are the blessing and bane of recovery. Relationships are where we take a recovery show on the road. Each day, we are faced with the prospect of functioning in several different relationships. Sometimes we choose these relationships. Sometimes we don't. The one choice we usually have in our relationships concerns our own behavior. In recovery from codependency, our goal is to behave in ways that demonstrate responsibility for us. We're learning to acknowledge our power to take care of ourselves in our relationships. We're learning to be intimate with people when possible. Do we need to detach from someone who we've been trying to control? Is there someone we need to talk to, even though what we have to say may be uncomfortable? Is there someone we've been avoiding because we're afraid to take care of ourselves with that person? Do we need to make an amend? Is there someone we need to reach out to or show love? Recovery is not done apart from our relationships. Recovery is done by learning to own our power and to take care of ourselves in relationships. Today, I will participate in my relationships to the best of my ability. I will make myself available for closeness and sharing with people I trust. I will ask for what I need and give what feels right. Wow, the uh, the first part in the last sentence, uh, I will ask for what I need and give what feels right. Uh, I mean, that seems like a pro you know one of the promises of working these programs. Um, and the other thing was a relationship doesn't begin our, our life. A relationship doesn't become our life. A relationship is a continuation of life. And, you know, I, I, it, it, it's repeated over and over, almost to the point of being cliche, but it is true. Like, if you're not happy in a relationship and you're suddenly so head over heels in a, in a relationship, um, you know, particularly when you're coming from a place of a, in, you know, a spiritual hole, like for, you know, that's probably going to be codependency. But again, it's, it's, it might not be as cut and dry as that. But, you know, and again, I'm speaking more for from my perspective, not for anybody else's. The next reading, and we'll just have two today's on abusive relationships. We stay in abusive relationships because they resemble how we were raised. We're going along and things seem to be working smoothly and suddenly, bam, the rug gets pulled out. We feel betrayed by the ones who supposedly love us the most, and we feel stupid for trusting again that things will be better. This can describe what happened in our childhood and also what happens in our adult relationships. We can experience abuse as an adult, whether it's with our family of origin or another relationship. We may get knocked down emotionally or physically, but with the help of the program, we can now learn to separate ourselves from the abuser. We're not trapped like we were as children. In ACA, we learn to trust and to feel at a level we've never experienced before. We have choices to continue to hope the others will change as we continue to be abused or remove ourselves and find a safe haven. There are many levels of safe haven, from a shelter to simply being in a meeting with our ACA friends. They are available if we are ready to stand free. On this day, I will choose the best path for my emotional health. I prepare myself to make life-changing decisions to remove myself from my abusive relationships. I think 
the big part is staying in dysfunctional, you know, it says abusive, but you can apply to dysfunctional relationships because they resemble how we were raised. You know, and one of the things, um, you know, and I'm still struggling with is I can, and you know, to be honest, I was on vacation in Costa Rica and a friend said, uh, he was in sports radio and he, he said, like his mentor told him, if you don't know what you're talking about, just say it really loudly. So, you know, it said, we stay in abusive relationships because they resemble how we were raised. Um, you, you know, so like, I was just, I was thinking, well, I always wanted a trainer who barked loud because I thought that conveyed authority, you know, and somebody nice, I didn't think that conveyed weakness. And, you know, I can read over and over again in Breen Brown and all these books and know it intellectually that vulnerability is, is true strength. And as Eric Hopper from True Believer writes, you know, I think it's something to the effect of rude, rudeness is a weak man's imitation of strength. And, uh, you know, it feels really good to just say those two things out loud and really realize that. And, um, you know, and, and, and to be and to watch out for people who are loud and some authority figures aren't even loud. Um, but since it resembles where we were raised, we somehow feel comfortable. And I think part of the maturation process is recognizing what's dysfunctional, what's functional. And the word is integration, not opposites. And so, um, you know, I, I, I think at some point, an adult child, I think the end game is for an adult child to be, be an adult and embrace the freedom and responsibility of being an adult. And as I stay more and more and continue to read and continue to work, it's actually pretty cool. And that concludes this week's, uh, today's episode of Strengthening My Recovery. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding you to pause because that's where God is, to feel my feelings and to love myself.